Hello everyone, welcome to another mini episode of Pretty Peculiar. Before I get started, I wanted to let you know I finally started my Instagram, Pretty Peculiar Podcast. And I wanted to say again, I post mini episodes weekly and full cases bi-weekly. Thanks so much for listening. Let's get into it. In images that are both unsettling and strangely striking, families pose with the dead. Infants appear asleep and poised young ladies recline. Disease not only taking their life, but increasing their elegance. Victorian life was flooded with death. Constant epidemics such as cholera scarred the country. Trinkets of memento mori, literally meaning remember you must die, took several forms long before Victorian times. Locks of hair cut from the dead, arranged and worn in lockets and rings. Death masks were created in wax, and images and symbols of death appeared in paintings and sculptures. But in the mid-1800s, photography was becoming increasingly popular and affordable, leading, of course, to memento mori photographic portraiture. The first successful form of photography was a small, highly detailed picture on polished silver. It was an expensive luxury, but not nearly as expensive as having a portrait painted, which previously had been the only way of permanently preserving someone's image. As a number of photographers increased the cost of silver photography, less costly procedures were introduced in the 1850s, such as thin metal, glass, or paper. Death portraiture became increasingly popular. Victorian nurseries were plagued with measles, rubella, and scarlet fever, all of which could be fatal. The last chance to have a permanent likeness of a beloved child was often the first time the families thought of having a photo taken. Of course, as healthcare improved, the need for death portraiture diminished, thank goodness. Now the images that remain have preserved both their taken too soon loved ones and their grief in time forever and continue to live up to their name, 